0: Hello and welcome back to Reeling in the Piers My name is Gary O'Brien and this is where I get some of my very good friends on to chat about and discuss all kinds of movies And joining me today, once again, it's Mark Tutty, And he's here to talk about the 2021 superhero flick, The Suicide Squad So stick around, we hope you enjoy it
1: I can't believe you're wearing an Arsenal shirt Look... <laughs> The big derby is on this weekend. It is a big derby. Harry Kane oh, sorry. Last weekend. Last weekend. Yeah. I can't believe the result. 7-0 Arsenal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who would
1: have thought it? Who would have thought... And Harry Kane came out of nowhere with a steel
0: chair and just smacked our to the back of the head.
1: I just can't believe they brought Messi on. I didn't think they signed him yeah, already. Yeah, no.
0: It was very surprising. It was, it, was all, it was all a trick. That's where we sent Harry Kane. We sent him off to, to scout Messi. Yeah. I, it, was, it was shocking, really. Mm. But yeah, so we're doing this in person. It's the first one we've done in person and we've decided to boat wear rival kits uh, just to increase the hostility uh, of the podcast studio, but also to represent uh, two people coming together to achieve the end goal, much like the Suicide Squad with all these people
1: feuding with each other to, to, to kill a giant starfish. Yeah, and it's a suiting name, the Suicide Squad, Spurs' as as other nickname. Oh, for God's sake. I feel hurt. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm happy to talk about it. Um no, what news has happened lately? We don't now live together. No, no, that has not happened.
0: At all. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, yeah, like it's a, it's a, you know it was it's been a while since I did the did the podcast, and it just became a case of living with someone that could do it
1: made it so much easier to uh, what you call it get it back up and started it again. Um, it's a fantastic movie though to get it up and starting in wish
0: it is a very interesting movie. There are a lot of with.
1: points in the movie.
0: Uh, yeah, because we we went to go see this. Uh, what was that the other day?
1: And uh, was it was this the first movie you went to cinemas for again recently? It's my po- my first pandemic new movie. Oh, yeah. So, so the only other cinema movies I've seen in a cinema has been like repeats of Lord of the Rings. Oh or something my like god! That. Yeah. So, so this was a fucking class movie to to yeah, come back to. Really reminds mind yeah, the cinema's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all so loud and bright. That's our Fiona. Like we went with friends, and Fiona was like. It is so bright. It's so loud, I don't
0: like it. <laughs> What's funny was, so we went with Fiona, your girlfriend, who's a nurse, and it's probably she works in like what the emergency department and stuff. Um, and you know, I thought she'd be fine for this movie, but like it's it's a very gory or rated movie, and just to see her wincing at everything, I was like,
1: Oh wow, this movie is really hardcore. <laughs> yeah, the death's in this are gruesome. There's a lot of
0: blood. A lot of blood, um, a lot of rats, uh and just, just, just body horror stuff as well. Yeah, but it's done in a funny way. Ah, yeah, it's all it's all fun and games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this movie is... so. And I'll just stay on track with Fiona there for a second. She, she hadn't seen the 2016 Suicide Squad. So when we were asking her, did she want to come to this? She goes, oh, is it a sequel? Is it a prequel? What is it?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. Um, it's a sequel, retelling, reimagining what the movie should have been better version of the first movie with yeah. the same characters sometimes sometimes maybe but not all of them yes and others yeah it's very much done of this is a good concept we kind of messed this up let's do it again better <laughs>
0: Uh yeah and James Gunn had came out and someone had asked him in an interview like what is it and he goes it is what it is
1: <laughs> yeah it's the best way to <laughs> it put is it it
0: is what it is
1: um, and I like the way they don't try to pretend it's anything but yeah. they don't try to re-explain what the Suicide Squad is you just you're dropped in it from the start yeah and if you're confused I think you're fine it's like you don't need to be too. No, I with think
0: it. you're fi- like I don't know who, who I don't think like Fiona seemed to to grasp pretty well and uh, our other housemaid uh, Avro, I don't think she would seen the first one either. Or no, I don't the think the so. previous one. I think we should call it. Uh, but I suppose for anyone that hasn't seen the last one, less so, maybe less so that, but knows
1: what this is. What is this movie, The Suicide Squad, about? So The Suicide Squad is pretty much it's a squad made up of prison inmates, the worst of the worst, mm-hmm. who are sent off on these on this mission. Which they don't know what the mission is about for the government, completely undercover, black op style, to do a job that'll probably get them killed. Yeah. It got them killed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so it like, got, got, got some of them killed. Spoiler, it got some of them killed. That's in the yeah. like, You know, some people are going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if they're casting
0: um, your man from SNL completely slips my mind Pete Davidson. Pete Davison Pete, Dave, Jesus Pete, you know if he's being cast in a superhero movie he's probably a, a superhero movie where the plot is that you know if they don't you know stay on board with the mission there's a bomb in their head that'll blow up if they you know disobey orders you feel like Pete Davidson isn't going to be one of those people that stick around for the whole thing
1: yeah so the deal is that if they do this task for the government for the black ops task they get 10 years off the sentence yeah they're all in jail for life so they're yeah why not the yeah. prisoner in is a shithole so they're all mad for it um, and that's pretty much it. That's yeah, just that's, a movie. That's
0: it. And so, like, I guess I know we kind of roughly, you roughly t- talked on it there, but like, so comparing the two movies, I was, I had actually written in my notes, is it better? But I'm going to ask you a better question. How is it better?
1: And um, it's just what the concept was meant to be, and it's just not random karaoke playing at what? random times. <laughs> this does no. have some karaoke. This it does is, have some, does have yeah, some songs, but. Yeah. No, it's just the concept is better, it's well done, it doesn't get mixed up in terms of the joke is not in it at all. It's not really a spoiler. Yeah. Um it's not trying to be more it's the threat is a, well the threat is not what you think it is. It ends up being something ginormous, but it's yeah. not a beam in the sky yeah. played by Car Delavine mm-hmm. that the first one was. It's like the threat is actually you can see it. You kinda of get what's going on. It's not shot completely dark. <laughs> it's quite bright. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Which is funny
0: because David Ayer went on to He clearly his uh, You know the feedback From Suicide Squad It's too dark So then he goes on And make a movie Called Bright
1: And <laughs> um, yeah It's just A movie done better Yeah It's exactly It's nearly the same movie Just done better in every way Yeah So like, I think
0: a lot of it Comes down to So like So the original The first one was done by David Ayer uh, Who was in Who did like I think he wrote the script For Training Day And he did a lot of like what's it Gangster kind of movies in a way. Um, but not gangster, kind of like gang, sorry. Uh, and then what they did for this one was they got James Gunn, uh, who a lot of people would know from Guardians of the Galaxy because he was fired from the second one um, for putting like just like tweets he put up on on, on Twitter. Um, so he was fired. So DC were like, hey, you're good at getting a load of random characters, putting them on a team and setting music to it. We have got just the job for you. And yeah, I think his... Direction And his script as well Is just way better It's just so much more fleshed out Than what David Ayer Now David Ayer has come out And said like a lot of it Was changed by the studio And stuff like that But I think Warner Brothers Just let James Gunn go for it And it's just It makes sense
1: Yeah you can tell like I've seen a few interviews with him Apparently he had free reign To do what he wanted With this movie Yeah No characters off limits He could do as much violence As he wanted mm. He could swear whatever he wanted He could kill whoever he wanted Yeah He It was all all hands on deck Do what he wanted and you could really tell. And like, I think
0: I think that's what benefits so much from... So he... The first one kind of had like big-ish characters, I guess. Like, you know, they had Killer Croc and it had like Deadshot. Like, these these would be kind of like big Batman kind of villains. So, like, you couldn't really... You kind of knew they weren't going to die. When you saw Slipknot, you were like, first of all, who? Second of all, are you sure you don't mean the band famous from 2006? And then three, oh, he's probably going to die soon. Um, whereas in this, they just they got a load of random characters that... I didn't know about but like definitely the general audience did not like if I told you the polka dot man (laughs) like you'd be like I'd never heard of that before so I think having these kind of lesser characters in this movie just opens up the possibility of anyone could actually die
1: yeah there's nobody you can say going into this movie they're probably safe Mario Robbie maybe Harley Quinn (laughs) yeah maybe Idris Elba Elba Tesarity like they're big names apart from that it's like nah they're all there for the taking Uh, and they've got some they've got like so, this is what's funny. So, I was
0: thinking to myself... So, the, the last movie came out five years ago, 2016. I remember seeing it in a, in a cinema... In the, in the hot, hot city of Budapest. Um, by the way... <laughs> um, anyway. And, uh, and it's funny because this movie has come out exactly nearly five years later. And you know what I was... I was thinking to the question... You know they sometimes interviewers will ask... And where do you see yourself in five years? Little did I think to myself that in five years' time... I'd be watching a sequel but also... Like, a sequel but not a sequel but also a reboot but not a reboot... Of this movie... Um, directed by the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy and it's going to have characters called Polka Dot Man Rat Catcher 2 King Shark um, John Cena uh, uh, Pete Davidson uh, another one called uh, Javelin and Mongol like the the detachable guy the uh, the detachable kid the detachable kid (laughs) yes Uh, or also as known in the comics uh, Arms Fall Off Man or something it's something really on the nose like that in the comics but yeah there's just like so like the characters are just so rich because nobody's touched them so you can do whatever you want with them but then also the cast is unreal as well
1: like I don't know how they got as many kind of class actors as they did yeah I think it was it's the definition of they had a very very good script a very good director and would probably told you have a lot of freedom with this yeah the cast probably just like yeah this sounds like fun yeah also half the cast was there for five minutes oh, shush, shush, <laughs> everyone's, everyone's allowed to the end Mark no spoiler we're not in the spoiler section yet um, so I, I guess without too much spoilers and who's your favourite in the whole movie I was a big fan of John Cena's character for a while. Yeah, (laughs) 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 spoilers. Sorry, I'm bad. It's not spoiler thing. Um, Rick Flagg took a turn yeah he's very good in it he's actually he doesn't seem as depressed as he did in the first one he could actually be happy yeah and but i think polka dot man is going to be a lot of people's favorite yeah i'm big fan of him and just because he has so many fun funny moments in it so yeah for the so the comics he used to throw
0: polka dots at people now i know in the comics i think it was like different polka dots to different things whereas in this it's just like polka dots that are like death rays nearly
1: i think i like the everyday hero of milton Milton oh like that (laughs) Um, but no I do think the the scene stealer the scene stealer in most scenes is King Shark yes like he is surprisingly so like he is somehow the heart of a lot of movies well I I would
0: say nearly Ratchcatcher Ratchcatcher 2 is the heart but like he's pretty much done with King Shark what he did with Groot
1: yeah in that he got
0: a very famous action super like action Action star To come and do Minimal voice acting For a role that would Actually most people Would enjoy So he did that With Vin Diesel with Groot And now he's done it With Sylvester Stallone And King Shark
1: Yeah no it's a great Like equivalence Like yeah definitely He's pretty much Groot Yeah And you just fall for him Like oh, Yeah
0: so He's yeah, They're eating humans <laughs> yeah. whole, Tearing them in half But they're friends Yeah they're still For their friends <laughs> um, Just actually speaking Of King Shark um, The CGI
1: in this What did you think of it? good at times yeah yeah like there's some people who weren't that good like the weasel wasn't that great oh I don't god think. I have
0: shit to say about the weasel
1: yeah the weasel was a bit creepy not that great but King Shark I think held up didn't look out of place and then the battle towards the end everything looked good yeah like, th- and that's my thing I was like fuck this looks good I'm yeah. so
0: surprised at how good it looked because a lot of it's set during the day And um, there's some even like int- it's in the trailers as well like there's a fight scene with Harley Quinn and there's a lot of like visual effects in that scene and like if you were to write it on paper you'd be like that almost look, sounds like it's going to be too distracting but when you see it it's like this is beautiful this is real. like the, I thought the effect and then like some of the character designs especially towards the
1: end like you could go very wrong with that but it made it looked real which is weird to say yeah and mentioning character designs I liked it when they went full comic book and they all did. the actors Embraced it Yeah Like they went full on John Cena Toilet bowl on his head That's so <laughs> the, went. It's a symbol of freedom Mark <laughs> They went full full Comic book Out and out The big monster at the end Full on comic book accurate Yeah They didn't say No that looks stupid Let's make him into A grey blob Or like a cloud Or cloud <laughs> Which is the usual DC uh, yeah. motive So they fully went Committing to like Do you know what Comic books are colourful Let's yeah. have a colourful movie
0: and this is and this is another thing I wanted to bring up, which was um, it's so weird when you think of how this universe, this like rebooted universe. Start, let's start with Man of Steel, very gritty, down to earth. You know, not like you, you, like the whole threat of aliens and superheroes didn't seem like a thing in this universe. But like as the thing goes on, I just love that DC are like, Yeah, there's a witch and yeah, there's an alien who's like I just love that there's just all the they're just they're just really just going, Fuck it, we've all these really interesting characters. Why are we trying to make it gritty
1: and realistic? That's just boring <laughs> But what I'm happy as well with DC is that with more and more we've seen different Batman movies come out, they're not trying to connect them. Yeah anymore. They've given up on an extended universe, which yeah. I am very happy with. Because yeah. Marvel has that shit down. Yeah. So D C just make some good movies like this every so often. Have them sign kind of related But if they're not it's just be me like Meh Yeah And that's I'm just like I'm kind of like When you look at like When you think that like I don't know about you But like two of the
0: best DC movies to come out recently Is Joker and Suicide Squad Both or rated Which Marvel aren't allowed to do Both not connected Which Marvel's not allowed to do And I'm just like There seems to be One one or not Like Joker won an Oscar uh, For best acting Marvel movies haven't done that This is something like 96% on Rotten Tomatoes Which many DC movies Hadn't done before this I'm just like The winning formula is there make it like you know lean into what you're known for and don't worry about connecting shit and you'll be fine
1: yeah like it's proof they can do a good movie if you just don't worry about connecting it to every other movie and yeah go don't try to catch up at marvel you can't do that and like and especially when we, t- we talked about fiona and avril not have seen
0: the other ones like they could walk into this and they were, they're up to date whereas like if someone was saying hey do i need to know anything before i see ant-man and the wasp quantum mania and i'm like oh boy <laughs> like, this know, is 26 <laughs> hours to <sit> down, <laughs> yeah are. exactly um. Anything? Anyway, uh, so yeah I, I suppose Like, I guess um, without giving too much away as well like what where do you want to see this go do you want to see another sequel or what, what where, how do you think this could go like I know just it's not spoilers but like Peacemaker John Cena's character does have a HBO series announced Um, uh, to come out I think it's like 8 episodes or something like that so that's already announced but like in terms of like the movies what, what do you
1: want to see next I would honestly just like to see more movies it sounds cliche but like this not necessarily another you know, Suicide Squad but like Potentially it's Movies where it's not connected To this movie But mm-hmm. with the characters in it Yeah I think there's room to explore In the likes of Rick Flagg Which since he's now charismatic We won't say things about him But like he's now charisma in it mm-hmm. I think if they let Harley Quinn Have another movie With yeah. an actual good writer in it Not mm-hmm. just Birds of Prey Which was shocking <laughs> But like if they actually got it good um, I think Amanda Waller, Amanda Waller I think she still has places to go In this mm-hmm. yeah. universe I think her character Is very interesting just so brutal Yeah So like Yeah definitely Like if they're happy to bring characters like this in and they would like to do another Suicide Squad movie like this that'd be great Yeah. but I would just like to see where they go with maybe like just exploring people we haven't seen before in the universe mm-hmm. and just being so open to not being connected and having some mad shit going in it having all rated if the r suits but if not throwing it back a bit and have a more of a comedy movie or yeah. like a, if you're going to do a darker movie just let. it's just proof that in this big studio world if you let good directors like James Gunn do what they want to do, yeah. you'll get a good movie with a good <laughs> cast. It's just like, the studio like could easily cut this up to shite and you would have got the first movie again. Yeah. The, this, I mean, this Suicide Squad, original one. Yeah, But this is just proof. Let a good director do what he wants with good characters who, if you don't know them, you'll grow to like them. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just what i like to see yeah. going forward.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Like, I, like I, th- I think for me, I would just like to see a new director take it each time. Like a new really just like i i couldn't name name i couldn't think of a director off the top of my head but just like imagine i know not the same but imagine quentin tarantino just the suicide squad but you can't call it the suicide squad you can't call it suicide squad call it them the the suicide squad or um also the suicide squad or i know you you can think of names but yeah i i think i just like to see different directors come in and take just because every mission is different they don't missions don't need to connect there doesn't need to be anything particular like i think you could just have I don't know who, like I don't know someone like Edgar Wright. Hey, do a suicide squad movie. Make it a heist movie with all the characters. Like an whatever characters you want. They've a shit ton They go go watch the Flash or the Arrow on the CW. Like they use the the, the absolute dregs of those car- like the C, uh, the the DC characters. Get a couple of those and use them for a movie. I think I think that's what I want to see.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great concept of just having different directors come in. This year go what characters do you want. No no one's clearly too wacky Pokemon up man in this. Yeah they can make them work if you give them to the in. I think that'd be a great concept is, do you know what, let's get Edgar Wright in, let's get Tarantino in, let's get whoever in. It's really hard to think of directors on the spot, isn't it? I know, yeah. <laughs> Hold
0: on, let me Google, let me Google famous director. Oh, get Martin Scorsese to do one. Get Robert De Niro as yeah. Clayface.
1: <laughs> but yeah. like, I think, I do think a lot of top actors would be on board for that as well. Imagine a Tim Burton
0: Suicide Squad. <laughs> like, I know Johnny Depp would play every character, but still... I'm just looking here like, uh, like I'm watching a Wes Anderson Suicide Squad movie
1: This concept is golden I, I reckon they could do it Yeah and I think It would probably make money it if would they make could. money Yeah so, here's our DC. There you go. D- DC, Mark and Gary have
0: got a concept for you.
1: We'll only be producers. It's okay.
0: Uh, uh, producer's is a lot of work. We should just do executive producers. Executive producers. Just yeah. get that cash dollar. Get that name in right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> get the parking spell on the lot and then get the get the name right. Um, so, I never actually asked you, who is your favourite character? Who is my favourite character? Uh, John Cena, 100%. I just, I think... So, like, I'll, I'll quickly run through all the characters, just really quickly. And if you want to jump in anywhere else. So, like, Margot Robbie, what, like... There's there's something I want to talk about a bit later on about the character, but it's probably one of the best performances. I think it's because the script is so good. She's not tied down by any ridiculous shit with the Joker or any like lazy plot points with um, birds of prey or
1: shit like that. but well, If you've seen her in the, the first two movies she's done, you won't be surprised. Yeah,
0: like it's a, it's not like anything too far afield but she just she just feels more natural. I think <laughs> not even the actor. I think just the character itself. Um, like there's a kind of a plot, a side plot she kind of has that I just think probably could have been changed a bit but she's having fun I love it mm. um, Idris Elba that man just is fucking class and everything and I just it boggles my mind how he can't have a franchise of his own or shit like that
1: yeah he was perfect in it. when had- you consider
0: he wasn't actually supposed to be in it
1: yeah you can tell it was written for Will <laughs> <laughs> completely <laughs> why because
0: there's a guy who's good at shooting and also his kid is being used against him for leverage
1: yeah you'd never know <laughs> they just slightly like changed the name um, but I think he's good I'm actually happier with him in it than Will Smith his character is so much better yeah um, He's not overly charismatic He's more gritty And kind yeah. of He suits the movie better I think yeah. I just can't imagine The charismatic Will Smith in this At the moment
0: Yeah like So I think Will Smith Trying to make it The Will Smith movie In the first one uh, and was very much like I want to have all the jokes I want to do all the cool things but I don't think he played Deadshot I think he just played Will Smith in this movie whereas who the fuck is Bloodsport? I don't know what Bloodsport is all I know is he's got he's got guns on him and he takes out like a square and that square becomes like a shotgun or something it's, we- I- it's hard to explain and he's a weird crossbow type thing yeah that was like the character design is unreal um, and Yeah, small, small bullets he small bullets and he's great in it and I'm just like he's fantastic I want to see his character again, and it's nothing to do with it. It's just Edge yourself being in a DC movie, do it with cool superpowers. It, I don't care that he's, it's a character I haven't heard of, um, and like John C and his peacemaker, it's just it's like someone who's 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 designed to be so PG from his wrestling days has really just enjoyed going off and doing like blockers and and uh, what's that other one with uh, what's her face, Amy Schumer. What's that called? Train wreck,
1: and um, and in this he is just fucking. It's fantastic. So, also. Oh, no, he was you can say, he nails it. Um, yeah. He's really going on the trend of wrestlers being surprisingly good actors. Yeah, I fall in the line of like The Rock and that, and he's just generally good in the whole movie. He, Dave Bautista.
0: Dave Bautista. As he's well. actually supposed to be in this. Uh, he was supposed to play King Shark, uh, but apparently he was off recording uh, or shooting Ar- Army of the Dead with Zack Snyder. Oh, I think still Sylvester Slum was better. Uh, I think Rick Flagg, like you said, did like he was just like he wasn't great, but he was just better than what he was in the first one. Uh, King Shark is. F- fantastic um, Amanda Waller yeah I'll get to her but anyway I think for me it's a tie between John Cena because that char- that character is fantastic and the acting fantastic but also and as I'm gonna butcher this name David Chian uh, as
1: the Polkadot Man I think those are my top two yeah uh, that's fair I think everyone would be pretty much but also
0: uh, I'm gonna call him David I'm going to call him Double D if that's okay Because it's David Dalmash I'm going to call him Double D That's fair Okay so Double D What I love about Double D is He's been in this He's been in Ant-Man He's been in The Dark Knight And he's been in the Flash TV series So I think he's been in more comic book stuff Than anyone else um, But yeah I think those are my top two 100% And um, like yeah so I guess um, For people that Like I don't think we spoil too much anyway uh, But I guess But you haven't What? But you haven't <laughs> Uh, well, you spoiled uh, you, you spoiled to me the the Arsenal fixture on, know, on yeah. Sunday, uh, but yeah. So I guess like who is the so for anyone that hasn't seen this, I suppose, uh, and maybe is on the fence going to go and see it because like it isn't the cinemas only. Like,
1: what would you who who's this movie for? Who would you kind of recommend this to? Definitely anybody who's seen previous comic book movies and enjoyed them. Then yes, definitely. If you've seen movies such as Shaun of the Dead or kind of just action horror movies where you're okay with gore, definitely see it. Um, if your favourite movie is The Godfather and you've never seen anything outside the art house give it a miss <laughs> if you love uh, The Kissing Booth 1, 2 and 3 <laughs> yeah m- maybe it's not for you it's quite violent but I do think most people enjoy it yeah um, it's a very easy movie to watch um, it does feel a bit long but like it doesn't feel over like
0: that's another thing as well like I didn't I knew it was long but when I came out of the cinema I didn't feel like I was sitting in the cinema fridge, but I felt like I'd watched something because there's so much in it and the pacing is great. And you don't feel like it's dragging. So, like, that was one of my things, but I have in my notes. It's like long, but not long.
1: Yeah, no, like, it feels like a long movie that's not long. As in, there's a lot in it. It's like, geez, they're still going, they're still doing yeah. things, but you're not like, oh, I wish this was the end. It's quite good. So, I think anybody who just is an easygoing cinema person who, if you're going to be artsy fartsy and all that, yeah. it just be like, well, concerned. I will say there's some beautiful shots in it. There's some really good like character moments as well. Oh so, yeah, no, there's some fantastic character as well, and you care about the characters. Like mm. I do think it's a movie for pretty much everybody will enjoy.
0: Yeah, I think I think for me it's all like and it's funny because my mum was the other day she's like Oh I heard that Suicide Squad thing is I was like, Don't watch it, you're not gonna lie. It's I think I think that my main warning for people is it's way more violent, gory, and rude than you'd probably expect it to be. Uh I think I like I think there is a lot of violence in it and there's like some bits where you're like you, you kind of look away and shit um, so like that would be my only warning I guess uh, but kind of how I'm pitching this is imagine an R-rated Guardians of the Galaxy yeah that's kind of it I know it's the same way I did Guardians of the Galaxy but just imagine James Gunn being like allowed being able to show more blood and guts and sex and rock and roll
1: yeah pretty much don't bring the kids unless you're a cool parent
0: <laughs> unless you can let them have a smoke outside <laughs> Um, okay cool will we, will we leave it there for spoilers I guess it's a yeah, no, for you
1: know should you watch should you not watch I think it's a should you watch yeah I think it's cross watch you should watch it um, right spoilers who do you want to talk about who dies Mark who dies that opening scene that beach scene my love for Harry Kane <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that beach scene at the start is it's unreal such a good scene I, and I think that's one of my favourite things about this movie is the timing of it like how, the, how it's written how it's flown because we kind of see one thing happen and we're like what the fuck's that about and then it goes Three days later Or three days earlier And it kind of plays with time A lot during it So you kind of keeps you guessing
1: Yeah I love the fact That the whole first Half of the cast Has been sent to this beach For a fight Purely to be a distraction For the second half of the cast To sneak in the back There's no other thing about him Except to be killed And a distraction yeah. and, That was and, your only goal And yeah we're in spoilers now So we're going to talk about Who dies as well It's who you Who you probably expected
0: It's your Pete Davidson As uh, Dick Hurts uh, or Richard Hurts as his character is called, or Blackguard, I think the name of the character is. I don't know anything about it, but yeah, he dies, which is to be expected.
1: The only one I was surprised about at the start was Jay Courtney. Oh Captain my Boomer. god,
0: Captain Boomer, because I, I, as as many people would know, I do love doing an Australian accent uh, the odd time, but like for this, I was just like, oh, I would have liked him sticking around. He was one of my favorite parts of the first movie. I
1: can verify he likes accents. I did with him. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not even re- pressing record and I'm just doing accents to myself. Um, but yeah, he, him dying I was very surprised at. Uh, yeah. Everybody had to I think he
0: needed to kill someone, like, up top to kind of show you were serious.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think he was a good person to die. He couldn't kill Harley Quinn straight away. Yeah. And Rick Flagg had stuff to do later on. Yeah. To a degree. I did,
0: like, although if you told me after the first movie which of these should you kill, uh, Captain Boomerang or, or uh, Rick Flag, I wouldn't give Rick Flagg. Give him.
1: Yeah, but I think... Rick Fly was used very well for the, yeah, for no, the next scene. Yeah, no, I, I, I know,
0: I know, but like I just meant, I, I, you know, five years ago. I don't know who the polka dot man is I'm hmm. sweating in a city world in Budapest or like kill this guy but also another just quick thing about like Captain Boomerang because again it's, we actually do you know what? it's really obvious who dies because I don't think we talked about like Captain Boomerang in the non-spoiler section true uh, but I would like to see him use his powers a bit more because remember the first one I think the weekly Planet
1: boys like he throws like four boomerangs in the first movie and I think we see him throw like two in this um, I like the surprise of following Savant for the first opening scene yeah that was interesting like he's a weird character to follow it's be- well it's because what's his face? James Gunn loves um, What the fuck's
0: his name Michael Lurker That's it um, So I think he was like Fuck it I'll Let the opening be him
1: Yeah So I surprised the doc, But it was nice to see it From like an, a completely Random person's mm. view Yeah Because um, how does the first one start the, Sorry the, the Suicide Sorry Suicide Squad How does that start It starts with an introduction To all the characters I think Oh does it With like the Karaoke role of all This oh, is Harley Quinn <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh it does
0: Because I was just saying So that came out in what 2016 so that was two years after the Guardians of the Galaxy. So they were clearly trying to copy that in a much more poor manner. Yeah. Um, no, this doesn't wait. This one doesn't even fuck And I love the, the the character instruction where they're like walking through the cell and they're like, this is this. This is King Shark. He's a descendant of the shark gods.
1: Next. Yeah. <laughs> I did enjoy the joke where like, well, it's actually with the next group where you get Idris Elba's character bloodshot. He's like, he's told, he's a... Pr- Great shot. <laughs> he is all this. And then he Tortured gets, by he, his father. Has been training ever since he was born. <laughs> he is unique. Then you get the Peacemaker. The exact same. Yeah. He is also unique. And it's just like a little throwback. There's a lot of throwback jokes in it. Um, yeah, like there's some, recur- there's some recurring bits in it that are...
0: I have one in particular that I just know is like absolutely top notch. Uh, can we talk about someone who I hated um, for a lot? Yes. Weasel. Yeah. I loved, I loved the concept of Weasel. Because Weasel's just like a large weasel. And he's just like... He doesn't know what's going on around him. He just fucking... Like he's just screaming and shouting the whole time. But just one annoys better it is it's played by Sean Gunn's, sorry James Gunn's brother Sean Gunn. Now I uh, for for David Scanlon's listening right now, <laughs> maybe I don't know. I think did you did you come to see Guardians of the Galaxy two? No. Okay, I have an issue with James Gunn and nepotism, and I'm gonna air this on the podcast right now because he cast his brother as Rocket. Or Groot. I think it's Rocket. And then he was like, oh, now bring him in as like one of the Ravengers, But it's like one of the important Ravagers that don't die. So now Sean Gunn's always flopping about the place. And now in this, he plays Weasel. And he, and then Weasel's always flopping about the place. Then Sean Gunn also plays, what you call it? The Calendar Man as well in Belgrieve or Belgrave prison and stuff. And then he put his parents... Nepotism. I'm annoyed by it. Anyway,
1: spoiler alert. Weasel's, Weasel dies and then he's back to life again. Just so fucking James Gunn could put his brother in another fucking movie all I thought of Weasel especially at the end of it was that he dies straight away and post credit he comes back to life he he drowns no one checked if the Weasel could swim (laughs) that's
0: like that is actually one of my like it's because I think with Suicide Squad you expect that they're always going to die with the bombs blowing up in their head and that only happens once in the first one Uh, whereas in this they were just like they can, it, just because just because the bombs are there doesn't mean that's how they're going to die. They can die for other reasons. And I think Weasel, out, like they all jump out of the plane to fucking fall into the water, and then no one checks if the Weasel could swim and he drowns. I'm just like, that's just hilarious.
1: Yeah, that is, I, all I was thinking was the little animated guy from Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> <Mark>, oh! <you laughs> Silicon bastard. That's who I thought of at Weasel. Because he had the little runner. Yeah, that's man. true, yeah. actually, yeah. Um, so try and see that. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, I care for the Weasel
0: again. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, and then, like, uh, like the, the detachable
1: arm guy or the detachable kid. That was my favourite scene. Re- with detachable the... arm guy. So, basically, everyone's using their powers. So, a detachable arm guy stands up like, I'm going to use my powers. His arm's just floating and start flapping the soldier's face and it, like, it just... That's... There's just... I just... And that's why, I, I bet you just James Gunn was like, who is so ridiculous I can put in this just to, like, fail? Yeah, like, there's the javelin guy who does nutting and he has a death scene where he can't get the words out and... <laughs> Um, that was very in fairness once I seen that Javelin I kind of knew what was going to happen with that at the end yeah
0: that was very oh god yeah the, the literal bullseye yeah Um. but but yeah and I think like Mongal she's just in it to be in it Same. what's Mongal's powers oh I had it written earlier and I deleted it uh, hold on hold on hold on because um, you said this to me earlier and I forgot yeah that I said was like, it. Mark was like I need to remember the characters I'm like I remember some of them like you know Dick Hurts and Javelin and Mongal and Max. just like the sheer look of terror in your face who's Mangal? Uh, so, Mang- Mongal is an alien mass murderer with genocidal tendencies.
1: She jumped on a plane. She jumped on a
0: plane. <laughs> <Did she> t- <laughs> Wait a belittle to character. Um,
1: this intergalactic s- genocidal person. Yeah, yeah no, she jumped on a plane. She jumped on she? a plane and she died. Just
0: fucking jumped on a plane, burned to death. Um, animals,
1: Anakin Skywalker style. <laughs>
0: Uh, Savant gets his head Blown off Because he gets all Panicky and swims away um, Birds Can we talk about Birds very quickly Because yes. Lily Nolan Wants me to make sure I mention the fact That James Gunn Hates
1: birds Yeah he does not Like them Open, I think the opening Scene sets the tone Of the movie fantastically. Where yeah. you get Savant Just killing the bird In the cell For no reason For no reason it. With the tennis ball It also shows That he's got skills So I think Okay that's a cool scene Later on another bird dies Later on, they burn a lot of Paris they burn they burn a fucking birdhouse down. <laughs> so it's <Daniel's> like, okay, <laughs> Calm, Calm down James Something's on. happened here. Um, so yeah, I just had to get that point
0: out. Um, so that's kind of Team One, isn't it? Like Candy, Candy Quinn's there, Rick Flags there, and then on Team Two. There's no one else we have. Actually, so like we should probably should have talked about it in uh, in uh, the non-spoiler section, which was
1: Ratcatcher Two. Mm. What do you think of Ratcatcher Two? Good I appreciate that She's the heart of the movie Yeah But I don't like her that much See for me it was Why does she Why They never explain Why she's so sleepy Because she's a millennial Was that the joke? That was the joke That's a piss poor joke <laughs> No no Because she's sleepy And then John it's, Cena goes Millennials
0: I just thought that was more His character like Hating millennials Because he's like Super conservative Rather than her just being a millennial.
1: No, I assume I assume that's as that oh. joke went.
0: Oh, that was a bad joke.
1: Yeah, I don't. I liked her. I so, thought oh, she's fine. Ah, but. she's good. No, I
0: thought like I think that's what that's the first. Oh, I'm definitely wrong in saying that's the first thing I've seen her in. Uh, but like it's one of the first things I can recall I seen her in. As no, gallery. I think that's
1: her first big role. She's great in it. Yeah, like, she definitely held her own with everyone else. Like even some of the bits where she's like being super friendly to King Shark as well. is great. Yeah. No, she does bring it down a level. Like it's nice, and her, in fairness, her power is quite. Cute, her little rabbit, her little rat. Yeah, well, what are your feelings towards rats, Mark? I don't mind them as much as other people in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I don't know. It was a
0: bit. There's a bit at the end, but we'll talk about. It, but like with, with the rats at that, I was like, nah, I'm checked out now.
1: Yeah, they have, they have a problem with that island. I mean, do
0: So yeah, sorry. So, yeah, we'll cut to the game
1: yeah, very quickly. Which
0: is they they go to this island. Where is it? A Monty. Uh, what's it called again? middle of, and, and. No, because remember, remember uh, what's her face. um Harley Quinn is trying to remember the... Oh, Quarto Maltese. Yeah. With the Quarto co- Maltesians. Um, and she uses her rat powers to, like, take down the big monster at the end. But there's a lot of motherfucking rats. And I know there's always this thing about, oh, there's more rats than you fucking know, but man, did James Gunn have shit to say about Quarto Maltese and their rat infestation.
1: Like, there's more rats than there is land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, there's a few bits I want to talk about. Okay, about that in on. So I also... I can jump to it now if you want. I oh,
0: know. Uh, I tell you what, because it's not like I don't want to do like the whole like bit by bit. Yeah. Um, and like one
1: of my other favorite scenes is um, what you call it, the when they invade that camp. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that scene is fantastic. It's, it's actually a nice little. I feel like it's a very smart play, um, by, Amanda Waller. Mm-hmm. I don't think the plan was ever to save Rick. Save Rick Flag. The plan was always to kill the rebels. oh they that's never a, wanted Rick Flag. They wanted to kill the rebels. That's a good shout, actually, yeah. Yeah, so I do. So basically, Rick Flagg gets captured, which we get... We well, think he's been finished.
0: captured, yeah, because off, uh, off the first beach assault, the only two people to survive were Harley Quinn and Rick Flag. Yeah. and there was a the second team with... Uh, what's your face. Bloodsport, just Elba, Polka Man, King Shark,
1: rack Capture, and John Cena. Yeah, so Rick Flagg gets captured, but he actually gets saved by these rebels who are trying to overthrow the government. Mm-hmm. But what we find out later on is that the US... Actually wants this government Stay in power Because they kind of get It's a It's a puppet government For them basically Yeah Yeah Um, Happens all over the world All the time (laughs) (laughs) Mark Chutty Tell the real news On really good (laughs) the But anyway So these rebels Are trying to overthrow the government But obviously the US Don't want this So It turns out By pure coincidence Rick Flagg Does get saved by them Mm. So Amanda Waller Is like No go save Rick Flagg He's been held captive Kill everybody (laughs) No trace There are some fantastic
0: deaths. So, it's like... Because, yeah. So, Bloodsport and Peacemaker, John Cena and Idris Elba. Both fantastic, by the way. I can't stress that enough. And they're kind of trying to... They're both, like, leaders. And, you know, Bloodsport is said to be the leader on the team. But, like, John Cena is also trying to, like, take that role off him. So, they're kind of being, like, super macho for the whole, like, trying to kill people more creatively. And I fucking loved it. It's... Like... I don't know what it says about me being like, Kill more!
1: Kill more! Kill more! But, like, when you find out it's a rebel camp, you're like, oh Oh, no. Yeah, like, there's so many fantastic guests. The best one is the guy sleeping and just axed. Oh, like, chop, 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 chop. <laughs> yeah, chopped up like a shepherd of a quick bit of sausages. And chop, like just, chop, 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 chop. Yeah, just destroys him. Um, what's funny, actually, just talking about Peacemaker and Bloodshot is they're actually complete opposites to each other. So, effectively, like, Bloodshot is... A guy who thinks he's bad doing good mm-hmm. While a Peacemaker is a guy who thinks he's great doing bad Yeah So they're complete opposites to each other Like Yeah Didn't he have a thing where he's like I will kill every man, woman and child Who gets, who gets in the way Who gets in the way of peace and freedom Yeah It's just so over the top American But like Yeah That death scene Where they just kill the whole camp It's fantastic It's so great It's so so cool um, like it, It's like It's a way better version of like The macho overmatching each other Of Fast and Furious 8 I've seen
0: it. i uh, seven. I've, no, no. I've, I've seen nine, and I think the last one I saw
1: was five. Oh, well, then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, go go on. What is it? No, there's a scene where um, The De Rock and the other guy in that movie, Jason Statham, Jason Statham are going down a hallway. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. It's also starring Edis Elba. Yeah, for this later movie. It's where they're going down a hallway and beating up separate people mm. opposite each other. It's in the trailer. I right? saw that in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that type scene where they're trying to outdo each other yeah. each time, but it's done well. Yeah. But even like small little things Like John Cena Like clapping Like Idris Elba When he does something impressive Yeah so. like there's a great line Where he's like um, No one likes to show off and it's yeah But people like shorts And they do something cool <laughs> <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then himself like You know what He's got a point. <laughs> Yeah So it's a fantastic scene in that um, Yeah there's some fantastic Funny movie, funny moments in it It's probably the funniest Comic book movie Ooh I Oh I need had, that one with me Especially the first 45 minutes
0: It's the most Oh, it's, it's one of, it's definitely one of the most comedical. Yeah. Funniest though, that's, that. I'm going to have to come back to me on that. Howard the Duck is pretty horrendous. And that's not anything to do with what we're talking about. I just want to let people know how the Duck is horrendous. Um, yeah. Yeah, it probably, is. like, again, like, ah, oh, but like, I think some of it is like that Marvel humour, whereas like, I wouldn't say Marvel movies are funny. I just think they've got that Marvel humour of, yeah, no, I don't know. Leave it with me. Yeah. Think of I think it's something. I thought it was very funny. Yeah. Um, other other kind of cool like, um, Scenes in it was I guess One person we haven't talked about Is, uh, is uh, I was going to say Lewis Capaldi uh, We should appreciate We should appreciate it. It. We should some Capaldi. Good Lewis Capaldi he got some good bangers out there Did you know I follow him on Instagram Before he's famous I mean, he's a funny guy Then <laughs> you bring that up every day <laughs> um, But Luke, Peter Capaldi We didn't talk about him much He plays the thinker Yeah a bit underused A bit underused But I think that What they do with him is Is pretty good
1: yeah, he's used well. You can tell he's, like, he's practically just a smart guy who steps ahead of people and stuff like that. But he's a bit fucked. He's a bit fucked in the head. You can... I think he's, like, sorry to cut you
0: off, but I just want to say, like, you know, like, this movie is kind of like Guardians Let Loose. I think his character, the thinker, is kind of like Doctor Who Let Loose and like he could be as fucking orated and weird as he wants. He'd be like, yeah, shove a rat up my ass. I'd like it.
1: Yeah. He just, he'll say... <laughs> That's anything. not a joke, by the way. He says that in the movie. No, I think he's good in it um, if you wasn't in the movie, I don't think it would change much. No, and um, but no, he's good. He just adds to the weirdness, the way he looks. Yeah, it really sets the scene as well. Um, <laughs> His head looks like the coronavirus. I like I like the scene that they the scene that they meet him in that bar scene.
0: Yeah, I kind of missed... I miss some I missed some of that. Cause I had to go to the jacks, but. What I did saw was what I did see was uh,
1: John Cena's John Cena's dancing and Pokemon Man dancing, which was just top notch. Yeah, so you have a bar scene. You have to meet this guy in the bar. Well, find him in the bar, but they decide to get drunk and start dancing.
0: Sorry, can I just cut you off very quickly. Um, so I wrote funniest superhero movies into Google. Would you like to hear? <laughs> this is horrendous. This is horrendous. Okay, funny superhero movies. Birds of Prey. Mm. This is on Google. There, Thunder Force. <laughs> oh no. Suicide Squad. <laughs> Shazam, Scoob,
1: Shaz Angels, not the old ones, and Spider-Man: Far From Home. Continue with your bar point, sorry. Oh wow, Um, no embarrassing. I just think it was very good. Um, It reminds me of the scene from the um, The Winter Soldier and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Mm -hmm. Um, where you know they have that scene in.
0: Oh, the 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 uh, the,
1: yeah. It became a meme. Thief Island. Yeah, Um, it reminds me of that scene. They're just clearly having a good time. Been let loose. They don't know how to have a good time. Polkadot mom, Polkadot man, he just sees his mom everywhere. Yeah, can we talk about that? That's yes. one of my favourite running jokes, polka yeah. man. Yeah, so you might have missed it. I have I seen so? No, I saw the one where oh, he yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so his running thing is he he has mammy issues. He hates his mom. Yeah. The reason he has powers is because his mom did test on him as a child.
0: She didn't look like a scientist. I know that's a weird thing to say, but she kind of looked more mammy than an uh, evil scientist. Yeah, she looked friendly enough. Yeah. to punch him. <laughs> but his thing is he sees everybody yeah because it was like what's your motivation to kill and he goes I just see Oh, I can't remember how he says it but he's just like anytime he sees anyone that he wants to like ah no he just sees his mom yeah I
1: think his thing is that he sees everybody as his mom no matter what yeah so anybody he talks to it's his mom so I feel like he's fit to kill anybody at any time yeah oh yeah yeah that's a good point (laughs) Uh, nah there's some fantastic jokes and like it's I said he's one of my favourite characters Wilton Milton Milton um, I don't think Milton is the funniest character so much as no, the that's, that's con- the concept scene.
0: of Milton, the scene, yeah, yeah. The, like I was wondering what he was doing. So there's a character called Milton who kind of like is like a bus driver nearly, and not bus driver, but he's their transport, and he's kind of following them in, and then at one point he dies, and Pocket Dot Man takes it to heart. He's like, nah, Milton died. Like some people are like who 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 the fuck's Milton?
1: Milton's in this movie. <laughs> um, so there's a bit I know you want to get to, and that is Harley Quinn's random adventure by herself.
0: Yeah. So this. I, I kind of, I didn't think much of it at the time. But I've kind of, I've, I, the person I love on YouTube, Grace Randolph, made a good point where it's kind of like, every time we see Grace Randolph, uh, not great, we see uh, Harley Quinn in a movie, is her plot, anything with her plot is always to do with another guy who likes her but she doesn't like back. So there's the Joker, there's Ewan McGregor doing a weird performance of black mask and now there's this guy and it's just like hey wouldn't it be great for harley quinn just to be harley quinn and not like to be desired by someone who ends up being a psychopath and stuff and it's like what would have happened if she said no to this guy and like even though she's like idolizing i like love being this malto uh corto maltesian princess but i'm like yeah but if you said no you were probably gonna die and it's just a bit weird it's a bit like look it's a bit off but I, then again she gets the upper hand by the end of it as well so i just she, anyway The reason I wanted to bring it up Was because Grace Randolph Made a great point Which was Wouldn't it be great If Harley Quinn Just swears off men After this And Embraces the love And affection Of Poison Ivy Which in the comics They are a thing And I think For like a next movie With Harley Quinn I'd love to see her And Poison Ivy As a couple Or something like that Yeah no, it would be very good I see. I never actually thought of it That way um, yeah, Again like I, I just I took it as a face value And then when someone Highlighted it to me I was like Oh yeah that is a bit You know
1: Yeah No it makes sense um, Definitely think she could Do more in the movie um, I would like to see her With like the main cast More often as well Yeah Um, But I think she had Some good moments as well I will talk about it now I didn't like the javelin scene At the end Look we'll get to the javelin scene But can we talk about Can we talk about How she did use the
0: javelin Earlier in the movie
1: Yeah She does it fantastically By her escape scene Yeah It's one of the like, Highlights of the movie Yeah it's, absolutely She escapes She shows her skills there's a scene that reminds me so much of Wanted by Angel- with Angelina Jolie where she spins around shooting the guns. Yes. That's all I could think of in the cinema. By far,
0: in my opinion, the best Harley Quinn action scene mm. that I can think of anyway. Because in what you call it, Suicide Squad, she's just baiting people with a baseball bat and they're just disintegrating. Birds of Prey, there's that horrendous fight scene in the funhouse. This, just the choreography, the shooting of the people, the use of the javelin, the, the special effects as well. Like, to kind of show That she is a bit mad She is insane Like that's the character And that's kind of shown With even though All this death And murdering is going on She still sees it As a beautiful experience
1: Yeah she's having The time of her life Yeah um, No it shows her As like a really good character In terms of She can actually kill people She can fight people properly Not yeah. just Like In the first Comparing to the first Suicide squad She's in Fighting These guys Everyone's shooting With a baseball bat mm-hmm. The random zombies They're fighting In the original Oogly movie. boogly man Oogly boogly man <laughs> Um, she's just hitting them with baseball bats and they're dying while everyone else is using guns. Yeah. You're like that makes no sense. Yeah. But in this, she's giving guns. She's giving javelins. She's knives. She's like properly fighting with the actual equipment she should be using. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just think she's used a lot,
0: lot better in this. And we'll get to your javelin thing. We'll get to what I know you hate the javelin bit at the end, but we'll get to the javelin bit at the end. <laughs> Thank you. Um. And yeah, like I, I there's this a whole thing of like, so yeah, I guess the main reveal is that uh, they're keeping this Corto maltesian uh, uprising is trying to get hold of this weapon That's kept in this building called Jotunheim And what's there is a big alien starfish Called Starro the Conqueror
1: Yes There's a bit in that There's a bit in that sentence you just said What? There's a lot in that sentence you there's just said
0: There's a lot said. Yeah there's a lot Um, Like yeah like Starro was a comic book character That I don't think anyone ever thought Would be able to be Transcribed to the screen I think this did it perfectly And I, I like
1: How else could you do it? <laughs> Yeah, so his thing is that he grows bigger and bigger as he infects more people with his little starfish that he sends out of his armpit. Yeah. And then he just gets more and more powerful and he can take over the world eventually, I guess. Yeah. Um, I do. There's a few things I've questions about him, though. Yeah. I don't know if I just didn't follow or if it wasn't in the movie. No one controls him. Right? No. No. He's his own dude. He's his own dude, but was he pretending to be able to be controlled? Uh, no, I
0: think, I think what happened was the thinker, Peter Capaldi, um, uncle to Lewis Capaldi, who yeah. Mark was finished following on Instagram before he was famous, um, had the things put in his head to be able to communicate with him. Okay. But I think he was literally just trapped and he just couldn't get out. Oh,
1: okay. I think. Okay, so like the plan of him taking over the world with Styro was never going to work. Uh,
0: no, I think it was, yeah, I think it was a case of like, hey, let me just, you know, help grow you and like have a communication like thing. And that's why he was doing all the testing and stuff like that. Oh, okay. I
1: think yeah it's very vague
0: well he, he was talking about having, I think he, it was implied that he had sex with like some of them didn't it was it I think he said something weird it was like, he was like Star was getting annoyed. he's like you've taken advantage of us and it was kind of like weirdly and he goes what well you do you gotta do what you gotta do.
1: Oh, I do remember that being odd.
0: Yeah, remember <laughs> that. So it's just he's a bit of a weird fucker. Yeah. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I get yeah. So that this just laying it like bringing that sort of body horror stuff I was talking about earlier, where it's just like this weird thing is like once the starfish infects your face, you know you're gone, you're dead, and you you can't come back from it because they can't remove it for you without you dying. And this all shows them when they go to this like facility that they're doing tests on them and there's people with like their body like their legs chopped off and people with the thing coming off his face it's disgusting yeah, it's really that, horrible that
1: scene is rough enough like it's the one gruesome one that yeah I really, like,
0: and that's what i was kind of saying earlier i was like sometimes it's a bit violent for the sake of being violent i thought or like gory
1: yeah and, like the kills and all are just violent kills they're fine yeah. but that scene was a bit like yeah that's- i saw
0: someone's head someone's chopped off I'm like that's grand but like when you see like Tortured. I don't know. from a cinematic point of view, it's a bit. I think. I think Fiona said it great, where she was like, "I've seen blood, and that's not blood."
1: I <laughs> don't like a war veteran. <laughs> yeah. I've seen some dark shit in my days. Uh, but yeah, like I don't know. Like I guess, like yeah, like
0: that, that end scene battle. Like I think there was a few bits in the whole thing where it was like clearly when you know when the building is falling at the end, you can see. That they're clearly just on a green screen and nothing's falling behind them, but they have to pretend to be running from shit.
1: Yeah, like, I'm, it's one thing I didn't... Like, no, I know I love the movie, but when the main group is formed, there's a bit of plot armour going on, bar one or two. Mm-hmm. As in characters, you should be dead. Yeah. You should be dead. It just
0: like We have to mention Idris Elba's uh, titanium daredevil knees, where he's like falling from floor to floor.
1: But I, I kind of enjoyed the joke of I that. enjoyed it! But yeah. well, it was
0: just like, if you... if Again, how much, like... Who who am I to try and you know make logic of his knees would break while there's a giant like fifty foot starfish going infecting the population of Corto Maltese? You're just afraid of knees being sore. I
1: am. It's a dangerous <laughs> thing. I've knees go get your knee get get your knee checked. Um, yeah, I do think like there's definitely a bit of plot armor going on with guys at the end. Like, I I wanted to ask people after the cinema straight away, but we were rushing off. Why did no one in the suicide squad get? Starfish on their face Yeah it's really stupid Isn't it Yeah that bit frustrated yeah, me Yeah it it, it, Like
0: are you telling me The army didn't think To block their face But only the suicide squad did
1: But even then There's loads of them On the floor Just there and Yeah out. Yeah no, out cause uh,
0: he, yeah. Cause like they came out Of his armpit and, But are you saying Once they hit the floor They can't They can't jump back up again Yeah Yeah it's a bit stupid
1: Yeah so that bit Frustrated me a bit Took me a bit out of it But like again It's a 50 foot giant starfish Yeah What do you expect
0: Yeah um, and just to loop back quickly Because uh, you kind of mentioned You touched on it briefly In the non-spoiler section John Cena You started hating him For some reason
1: Yeah so he takes a turn So effectively He's the only guy In on the plan of The US government Wants this to happen Of keeping the government like, They knew this was happening They're kind of sponsoring it A little bit And they find a hard drive With all the proof on it But John Cena's like No that can't come back We even ordered Not to bring that back So yeah. John Cena Or just destroy it to destroy it so Rick Flagg gets hanging this so Rick Flagg wants to bring it back because this is when he this is one of his redeeming moments as well so he's like no we're bringing this back we need to show the world what the United States have done Yeah. and so basically Peacemaker John Cena is like no this has been destroyed so they have a fight um, and uh, he kills Rick Flagg but then the Ratcatcher 2 girl she gets it mm. um, and then John Cena's is about to kill her and then last minute And then it's that classic It's that thing in this movie Which I love Which is like Five minutes later Earlier yeah. Five minutes <laughs> earlier And then eventually It comes up to um um Idris Elva's character Falling down Like you mentioned earlier The superhero landing The whole way down yeah. the building To landing on the exact floor yeah. As to where is um, about to shoot Ratcatcher yeah and shoots him first yeah. and with him. a spot,
0: because I think he they were talking about like I can shoot you through uh, like dead centre or I can shoot your dead centre it's like that's not possible because it is with smaller bullets and then later on in
1: the movie we see that happen <laughs> and that also reminded me of Wanted because that happens yes, in Wanted when does. they shoot the it bullets does. so I was like oh does my does God. James Gunn has watched Wanted lately maybe James Gunn has just been reading that magical
0: weave and he's like I have a new
1: script for." Him. I want to find out was James Gunn a producer on Wanted <laughs> okay let's do some tippy tap tap
0: tap stuff right now. well I'll just do a bit of talking while, while you're doing that um so actually yes I'll do it. this is an interesting point to bring up so like if James Gunn was a producer he wasn't the only choice for this movie there was a few other people apparently in the race to do this so obviously it was David Ayer was uh, one of the choices to come back and do this but I think he was off doing he was developing a Gotham's City Sirens movie I think so he didn't do this and um, Guy Ritchie was actually um what you call it approached to or he was he had shown interest that he wanted to do this which I think would have definitely lended into uh, lent into some of those like time jumps and stuff uh one of the more interesting ones I saw which was apparently Mel Gibson was uh, rumored to be uh the front runner to direct this movie uh which is actually quite funny because he was uh, he was considered to be Batman uh, in Batman uh, in the first Batman movie with um Tim Burton's nineteen eighty nine but also played Two Face in Batman Forever. Uh, which is an interesting Fact I found, uh, found out But yeah Can you imagine A Mel Gibson Suicide Squad Would have been I wouldn't say A lot more violent But
1: no It would be just A lot more Anti-Semitic anti rants <laughs>
0: uh, But yeah Did you find out If James Gunn Is a producer Unwanted Unclear Unclear
1: Indecisive <laughs> I'm not saying no But if I just look up James Gunn Wanted It comes up James Gunn Wanted From you For all these movies <laughs> Click shopping And see what comes yeah. up <laughs> so you're looking to buy a James Gunn I am not very good at research
0: <laughs> um, actually yeah so another another thing I want to talk about as well is yeah so that order came from Amanda Waller to get that information um, I was kind of pissed off her character was made a bit of a joke at the end um, where I felt like she was kind of over the top of it which I enjoyed but then she gets hit with like a Something and then the team, the the team supporting her, kind of take control. And then at the end, you just see her with an ice bag, just looking out, being like, "Look at those bastards." Whereas uh, the amount of water that I'm set up to know from kind of some of the comic stuff, but also this movie, she'd fucking have all those guys shot in the head. Like, there's no way she'd be like, "Well, you guys bested
1: me today." Yeah, I feel like she's scheming. I, I hope she's scheming. What I would have liked to see, now, I think, just thinking of that now, actually, a fantastic post-credit scene mm-hmm. would have been Suicide Squad. Number three, and just them, that room of people being sent on a mission. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: like all jumping out of the thing. Yeah, yeah she's got bombs in her head. That yeah, would have been, been a
1: fantastic scene. Yeah. They should have done that. Fuck, that was good, man. This is why we need to be executive producers. <laughs> we need those, those packing spots on the lot. Yeah. I know what I am happy though is that someone actually did hit her.
0: Yeah. Because I mean,
1: in the first movie, people are like, oh no, don't do this. But then they will just stand back. I know she had a gun or something yeah. like that. But,
0: yeah, yeah, she's a character you just want to see get some fucking just desserts. Uh, yeah, and it's funny that. I don't know One of the computer Analysts gets her Um Or whatever I can't remember what they were all kind of Indescribed They were all computer nerds. Um Right Javelin scene You're right
1: You want to talk about it You're good So javelins are more <laughs> Pointy than bullets <laughs> So effectively Like you can see it A mile away So in the final battle Um They're all trying to Just shoot bullets At this big starfish It's not mm-hmm. working He's mm-hmm. bulletproof mm-hmm. But then you see Harley Quinn Going off with a javelin And run along the side of buildings Because the whole movie
0: She's been She's been thinking There's a greater purpose For this javelin
1: Yeah There's always been a greater purpose For this javelin You know it's going to call back somewhere Yeah so then you see the giant You see the giant starfish With a giant eye I'm like Well you know It's a bullseye It's a bullseye You know where this is going to go But I'm like Fair enough Okay Let her jump in Stab her with a javelin But then bullets were fine <laughs> <laughs> then, it's a magical javelin Mark but he showed me a magical javelin somewhere in the movie yeah that's fair I don't know look you can't complain that much yeah about no it. Yeah. you
0: can't I think this is where the rats thing got to me be, because all the rats run into the eye and start like burrowing through the, the nerves and shit yeah and I was like nah nah I'm good here I didn't need to see that did, didn't need to see this at all yeah, I don't like the, the idea millions rats of the rats being in my eyes you know Rat in the Kitchen by you know UB40 that's perfectly fine Rat in my Eyes by James Gunn
1: no thank you yeah that was a nasty scene but I did enjoy the fact that peace. Maker, not Peacemaker um, Bloodshot was still carrying a little bit he still wasn't yeah because the whole thing about apparently his dad
0: tortured him with rats and shit like that so you yeah. see and there's no Rat Ratch, Catcher too has nothing but love for everyone uh, and it's something taught by her father played by Taika Waititi
1: yeah he got a billion on it as well in the scene yeah on the, on
0: the what did you think of, I thought he was a bit like I guess my, my reasoning was I was like they couldn't use him a lot because I bet, I bet you Warner, I'd say Marvel were probably like you're not let be in this movie so I reckon James Gunn was like look I have this tiny part that you can play but I was kind of like ah, I would like seeing see him more but
1: i like to see him but like there's not a character I'd say oh I wish he played this character and I don't think you need Ratcatcher 1 in it uh, I would love to see him play Dr. Freeze but like I think he <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> he'd be fantastic at that um, yeah. um, I don't what, know I just think it was a fun little cameo
0: I would like to freeze you today.
1: <laughs> like I put that in the same thing of like
0: it is us to meet you <laughs> what killed no it's going bad sorry go keep talking the accents are fading <laughs> it's starting bad
1: um, no I put that in the same line as Matt Damon in Thor Ragnarok yeah. Or yeah, yeah Brad Pitt as yeah. Invisible Man in Deadpool 2 what are the funniest superhero movies yeah um, not the funniest
0: No to I tell you what the is I looked it up I, had, I was waiting to bring this back So I looked up the thing Apparently number one Is Guardians of the Galaxy Number two is Thor Ragnarok Number three Deadpool and Number four Ant-Man Number five Guardians of the Galaxy Volume two Number six Which is actually number one In my opinion Funniest superhero movie It's none other than 1994 Jim Carrey's The Mask Continue with your point <laughs> um, Somebody stop me <laughs> I
1: can't remember my point
0: <laughs> Um you were talking about like the, the smaller cameos in the, in the Marvel stuff yeah it's like,
1: kind of like I just think it's, yeah. that. it's like oh cool he's there yeah. nothing more like if he wants to be in a DC movie again he can they yeah. clearly don't care about care continuity yeah um, I think it was just like nice and I was like oh, that's, that's of good Eddie. yeah yeah. Um, but yeah those
0: rats at the end were fucking disgusting in
1: the eye so <laughs> just <laughs> what I did think was going to happen actually it, I because I don't know how that machine works where she can control rats Mm-hmm. I thought she's somehow Going to control the, the starfish Oh yeah I thought I was it was going that way I'm, Yeah okay, right. I'm happy with least It doesn't magically have A different power Yeah that's a good point actually yeah. um, But no I thought it was good And um, what was your favourite Kind of like scene In it's own like Because there's so many Like distinct uh, scenes In the movie My least favourite Is the horrible font That I could barely read At times Yeah
0: I didn't get that <laughs> So there's like I understand what he was Kind of doing where It was kind of like An artistic way of Kind of like naming Sections of the movies But there's some bits where You know there's a character's name And like Twisted metal Or And it gave me And I remember uh, I was sitting beside my mate John And it was just like Oh jeez they don't give you A lot of time for these you Fiona said to me as
1: well just like What's
0: the word? <laughs> uh, but I think my favorite scene. Ah, oh, there's a lot of it. I think it's just a lot of the humor. I think the the mom job coming back, like at the end where he sees the giant starfish. As, a, as a, by the way, him dying. Fuck that! I can't believe they're not bringing him back now. That was the that was the death I was the most angry about. I think I'm sad about it, but I don't think he can do much else. I know you can't do much else, but, like, give him a fucking HBO Max. I, I know you can't, I know you can't, He's the type
1: of character, he's perfecting your mounties in yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Anymore, and he it's like you're doing the I same was thing sad, over i sad, Mark. And over.
0: Let me process my emotions. I support Spurs, all right? Everything is <laughs> sadness. Um, but, yeah, I think favourite Mo- I think that, that, that camp scene of the great, it was great, uh, where they're killing all the rebels. I think the, just the timing of the beach stuff was great, too. Um I, I, I did love that scene with King Shark and the jellyfish and then they turned out to be mm. Milton the, uh, yeah it's just it, there's so many great moments I haven't had like a, a chance to think of a favourite moment but I think there's enough moments in it that would actually warrant me going back to rewatch it which is very rare to say about a lot of movies yeah
1: yeah completely um, I suppose as well going, um, going forward where do you think this new Peacemaker series is going to go um, yeah so I, I think they
0: initially came out and said it was a prequel to try and let people know that he could die in the movie um. So, I just... See, I'm very hesitant because I'm like... I feel like the character John Cena played could be very much compared with... um, What's his name? Um. Oh, what's his name? I'm forgetting now. From the boys. Uh, Homelander, from the boys. I feel like they're kind of the same character in that they're like a douchebaggy... You know, he's a bit more of a douchebaggy Captain America, whereas Homelander is a bit more of a douchebaggy Superman. Mm. But yeah, I would just like the idea of just Homelander just being a... I don't know, not Homelander, Peacemaker just... I don't know where it's going
1: to go. Yeah, I think, I think... I When I first heard about it being made in the series, I was like, oh, that's cool. He's a fun character, but is he just going to go on missions and be ruthlessly killing people? Or is it going to be like, he has an actual backstory? Yeah. So, or is it going to be him going for revenge because we see in a post-credit scene, which is not worth saying for after 10 minutes? Yeah,
0: sorry. Mark was so ready to leave, and I was just like, no, there's an end-credit scene you gotta wait for. It. And then it's just him being like, he's still alive! He got shot in the heart and a building crashed on him, but he's still alive.
1: Yeah, so like... I, look he's a good character and um, John Cena is very good at playing him He's. he clearly, they clearly think Some of them That he's more to go in it Yeah I think he's the only character Getting a spin off As far as I'm aware Yeah but like I think I think I'd love to see
0: Bloodsport and more stuff Harley Quinn Mar- Margot Robbie's definitely Going to show up And more stuff Um, I, Like I don't know What the budget is To have King Shark And more stuff But I imagine He'd be coming back too uh, Ratcatcher seemed Too important To not bring back Um or even have her own spin off or be in other movies or something like I don't know how it's all going to interconnect but I think a lot of these characters could have legs to be in more
1: stuff. Yeah, I actually heard a rumour that Margot Robbie, well, Harley Quinn, was going to die in it.
0: Yeah, I heard that as well.
1: Just because it was going to be her send-off. She's yeah. going to die just to prove that anybody can be killed. Yeah. Um, I'm happy she didn't know. She's quite good at Harley Quinn. I just I want to see her do her own
0: fucking story. So, um, just for the Ono Boyles listening, uh, which is my, my previous housemate, uh, he, uh, he loves the Harley Quinn animated show and it's a show I'm yet to watch and I know I need to watch it. Have you watched it?
1: I've seen clips of it. I've, it's apparently the best
0: fucking thing ever. And I know it's the best fucking thing ever. It's just difficult to... F- you know the way... Like, you could try and find it through alternative, you know, sources, but effort. Um, so I need to watch it. But I think... Uh, I think I think to have something on par of that in the live action stuff, Margot Robbie, I want to give... I, I would like to see her be given that chance. Also, uh, for the Ono Boils Boyles listening as well, I've also heard that King Shark in the uh, movie is not as good as it is in the animated show. So...
1: Yeah I didn't think He would be Yeah I'm guessing In the animated show He's not a Big dopey child I
0: honestly couldn't tell you But uh, I think uh, I don't know But I I just know Apparently he's not as good But yeah I want to see more of that I want to see Poison Ivy I want to see Margaret Robbie Have her own movie That's just her Being a fucking badass And not having to worry About some creepy dude Yeah Lurking after
1: her She can definitely do A lot more Going forward I feel
0: Yeah and when you've Considered that like Suicide Squad And Birds of Prey Had so much Behind the scenes drama And this was fine Like I'd love for her To have her own movie That's just like No drama One of those very skilled Like just a very skilled Director Just run along With that story And see what happens But I have a question For you now To end this Which is Mark Turdy Hollywood come to you They're like We need a Suicide Squad 3 But you're allowed To use any of the DC villains to date DC villains to date (laughs) From any of the movies TV shows Whatever
1: Like I can't actually remember any uh, like DC or it has to be Marvel or DC no DC Any anything from all the old Batman movies the Superman oh, movies from, I suppose all them yeah. Bane I'd love to see Bane which it Bane off. though ooh I, no I think it would be the new Bane the new Bane yeah I would say both Banes <laughs> <laughs> double Bane double <laughs> Banes Um. get them I think Scarecrow could be good in it which one Killing Murphy Killing Murphy yeah Um. Mr. Freeze has to be in oh he has to be in absolutely yeah Um. As well as um, Penguin The Penguin Danny DeVito yeah. Or the one from the Gotham TV no, no, show No no Danny DeVito Yeah Yeah I think he'd be great in it um, And then going as well With a bit more niche um, Groot the Gorilla uh,
0: K- Killer uh, Grod
1: Killer Grod? Grod. Grod? Grod
0: It's Grod Yeah yeah,
1: Grod de Gorilla Grod that'd be cool Yeah um, Just in the Flash TV series He's yeah. quite good in that um, you can't really get a super superhero Because they become too powerful Ah yeah But you kill him off Or her off Yeah you can have a comic moment Where the opposite Flash Who Whatever they're called at that reverse time Reverse Flash Reverse Flash Jesus <laughs> Christ Just falls over Yeah um, Yeah like As much as I'd love to see Like some characters Already seen Like Penguin and Mr. Freeze Yeah Joining together I am enjoying seeing These new characters mm-hmm. Who you never would have thought of Yeah um, how about yourself oh for me I, I, I only I only thought about during
0: it I was like man wouldn't it be great to like do like an Avengers style crossover with all the old villains uh, you haven't seen Space Jam 2 have you
1: no I can't no, wait def- to see it
0: definitely that. for the best I'll stay away from that movie uh, but oh I'd love to see Arnie opposite Jack Nicholson as the Joker but then oh no not even Jack Nicholson but it's uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker and he's just in a fridge and he's like it's nice to be cold <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know uh, who else could you get you could get a what are they like weird like a is like sleuthing <laughs> why the fuck am I here <laughs> yeah just like I think oh you know I think it'd be so funny and I think that's what Flashpoint is like so class to be able to do is like you can cross over all this stuff
1: but also the concept of just like them not caring or con- continuing oh it's anything. fucking yeah, great like, this just, is why these movies can cares? actually happen yeah. you can now talk about these movies because like yeah it might happen DC don't care anymore yeah love it um, who cares about well, I think people don't care if you in it <laughs> um
0: but yeah and i think
1: i think uh i
0: think that's sui- the suicide squad anything else to add before we finish
1: this up no i think that's pretty much it and um, it's just great to be back in the cinema as isn't well. it like that's something we never mentioned like it is just nice going like six was went all friends all just vaccinated just being able to do that again just felt like normal yeah
0: and i think i think there's like there's there are some class movies coming up that we're hopefully going to cover on the podcast so like i like i'm not saying go go to the cinema if, but if you feel safe to there's some really good movies coming out down the pipeline and I think this could be one that is definitely worth checking out like I remember having to watch Godzilla uh, Godzilla v. Kong uh, on my like TV at home and just thinking to myself fuck it would be class if I could see this in the cinema and I think this is one of those movies where you kind of really want to go see it in the cinema
1: yeah I'm like, I mean, look I'm sure anybody listening to this podcast is like a big generally a big hi mom (laughs) (laughs) Um, is generally a big like movie goer anyway but like the cinema did generally feel safe yeah if you are worried about covid Mm -hmm. you are well spaced out you sit beside your group Mm -hmm. like it was a good experience i enjoyed it It's a full row in front of us (laughs) yeah like we could put our feet up as someone that hates people i felt very nice not having many people around me and so yeah definitely if you're like myself who hadn't been to a movie in probably a year and a half. You do and people are like, Oh no, should I watch movies at home? It's fine. It's not the same. You forget how good going through movies are. Yeah. yeah, it's just not the same. It's you forget how good it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um okay, well I suppose like the
0: last thing to say that's um you know, good to be able to do it again. It's
1: good to do podcasting again, Mark Tutty. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I did miss it. It's been a good while. It's been a long, long while, sorry. Yeah, yeah I bad. enjoyed it. Um, first face to face podcast is fun Isn't it?
0: it's good, isn't it? Yeah. it's way better you, sometimes you just don't know
1: where to look <laughs> I did sometimes nod yeah so sorry if anyone's like if um, Gary asks me a question and you just hear silence because I'm nodding <laughs> uh,
0: but no seriously thank, thanks I know you like literally live on the opposite side of that wall but I'll say thanks for co- thanks for dropping by into the, <laughs> first, into the official podcast studio <laughs> which used to be my closet <laughs>
1: yeah so, so Mark no cheers thank, thanks for coming on doing it I know I enjoyed it thanks for having me oh,
0: absolutely anytime we'll have to because your next one's the fifth one that's gonna be a big one. We're gonna to have to. We're gonna have, mm, have to think of something for that. I'll start thinking. Yeah, so get, get, tell you what, the best way to think, I find, is be the uncle to Lewis Capaldi and stick a lot of weird, like probes <laughs> in your head and have sex with rats. <laughs> now nah, that's just me, old me fashioned. Whatever gets you going through your exams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah also I want to say thanks to anyone who's listened to this or any other ones uh, if you want to keep up to date on the podcast you can follow at Reading and the Piers on Instagram uh, I think you can follow on Spotify subscribe on Apple Podcasts uh, again thank you thank you very very much we hope you enjoy